Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. another month, month of August, and, uh, uh, and soccer continues to roll. We start off our show with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thank you for letting us have this show. Thank you for our sponsor, Olive Branch Cafe, and uh, all they do for us. Pray also that uh, we'll continue to keep this conversation going. What's best for our players? And please help us be able to get into a direction where that is genuinely done and not just lip service. In Christ's name we pray, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, uh, we're going to, after the break in our second segment, we're going to talk a little bit about tournaments and whether or not we should have them and what kind of format should they be in and how much should they be worth, okay? That's a big deal for high school soccer. I know club soccer starting right now this week. I'm meeting with my board tonight, uh, but... A lot of us are making our high school final selections like to who we're going to play, what tournaments we're going to play in, whatever. And uh, I've been talking to uh, coaches, and we're going to try to investigate what is, quote-unquote, best for the kids, okay? Um, but before the break, have you been watching the TV? Okay, watched uh, in the last 24 hours, uh, we were able to watch the U.S. men beat Mexico and the U.S. women uh, get uh, shocked by Canada, and it's been something to watch after watching the Euros, okay? Uh, yesterday, when I was watching the U.S.-Mexico game, I kept hearing uh, tearful um, um, congratulatory statements about how great our team was playing, and, for, and we were very, very young, and it wasn't our A-team, uh, and we were playing against Mexico's basic A-team, but the level of play from both teams was so fast and direct. Uh, I don't think there's any chance of that beating Italy in Qatar. Uh, what do you think? You can get in touch with me at MNFUTBOL on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, if you disagree, and come on and disagree. I'd even have you on the show because I like to hear what you're thinking and, and how you justify it because uh, after watching uh, – all of the games, the England-Italy game, uh, all the, the French play, uh, I just don't, I don't see how the way we're playing the game uh, is ever going to work against that, okay? A couple of passes, and then you, if you're going to only play a couple of passes and play it over the top, you better have a world-class goal scorer uh, up there, you know? And I, I don't see Ibrahimovic, okay? I just, I just don't. Uh, on both squads, Mexico and the United States, so... 
Uh, I'd like to think that we're not the worst confederation in the, in the world, but we're definitely far from the best, far from the best. Watching Copa America, Copa America kind of got out of control with all the all the diving, whatever, but the fouls last night, it was like a boxing match, in my opinion. Uh, and it was fun to watch. You know? There's nothing wrong with being fun to watch. I agree with the announcers there. It was it an was, uh, uh, emotional game, but... I was always looking at it from a coaching point of view. Like, if this is the product we're going to have a year from now, it's going to be a one and done if we get out of the the the, uh, the group stage, you know? Anyway, now when it comes to the girls, I've warned y'all about this. I've warned y'all about this. Most of the girls from Canada are playing in the U.S. system, so it's kind of like U.S. players playing each other. Like, some of the Canadian players play college ball in the United States, and some of them play in our, our – our professional league here so uh, you kind of got a chance to see uh, girls who really really knew each other going at each other but what I'm starting to see is um, especially with the Holland game we were able to beat Holland but man look these these players now are playing for Arsenal they're playing for these other serious clubs in Europe and I think the level of play of women's soccer is just going to go up to the roof uh, and and we're going to have to keep pace. And to keep pace, we're going to have to do something better than what we're doing now. Okay? Because uh, the women are going to finally start suffering the same effects that the men have always been fighting. Um, which is our best athletes aren't on the field. You know, I think with women's soccer, they have a little bit of an advantage. But with the women's NBA and 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 the like, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be um, an interesting thing to see as time passes on. I'd love to hear what you think, but right now we're going to break, um, and when we come back, we're going to talk to you about tournaments and what a lot of coaches are saying about them on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football. Your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan Dritter. I'm the head soccer coach at De La Salle in New Orleans uh, for the boys and girls and the director of coaching at Soccer Innovations. And one thing I want to talk about really is is been a, um, a pain in my neck for the last few years with power rankings. I, I, you know I personally don't like power rankings. They're a lot better than what we used to have. But one of the reasons why I don't like power rankings the way they exist now is that they've totally destroyed one of my key elements of building a team, and it's tournament play. Now, it's almost to the point where I'm considering not playing any tournaments whatsoever. Uh, the way it used to be, like I'll, I'll tell you about my favorite tournament, um, which was is still the Louisiana Showcase. I've promised Jason as long as I have a team, I'm going to go out there to Lake Charles. But he's been handcuffed because we, we used to play each other and play each other hard because – for those of you who are young, in the quote-unquote battle days, huh? Uh, the first place and second place team in every district uh, would advance. So really, any loss whatsoever outside a district was never going to hurt you, okay? And then we started with, you know, I was the, the guy who started the wild card system because 
sometimes like our Catholic, my team was left out of the playoffs, Brother Martin at the time, and we were better than half the teams that made it in the playoffs. And so we were able to get a wild card thing established. And then, then when she started that momentum, then everything else took, took suit and, and really the, um, the development of us incorporating power ranking thing seems to be the uh, the thing to do. But what people start to do now is they're trying to go to tournaments and asking the tournament directors uh, to put them with teams that they can beat that will get 10 wins, okay? When it used to be, I'll go to the showcase, you play some dynamite teams, okay? And you would have a semifinal and a final, which was a bit much. I do agree with that. But it's a bit much if you are going to not worry about power rankings. What I used to do in those tournaments is you had to play your bench significant minutes, not garbage minutes, significant minutes. And actually, um, if you got to the semifinals, there was a group play, then a semifinal and a final. The way it would work is you would play your last game uh, and finish around lunch, and then you play your semifinal at three. And then the finals were at 5.30. And so in order to win the tournament, you had to start your bench. That's the way I want it, okay? Uh, or if you're not going to start your bench, you're going to get your bench in the game quickly because if you do win the game with your starters, you're going to wind up playing the final game uh, with with your bench. And quite frankly, uh, the semifinal game is going to be your easiest game because you know you're going to get a much um, – um, better opponent in the finals. So uh, it would just make my team, okay? It would, it, would, it would do a couple things for me. Number one, it would allow me to, uh, to see if I was wrong about my talent evaluation, okay? Coaches, we can be wrong. And number two, if we're not wrong, there'll be no more controversy because you did give the kid that's complaining about playing time plenty of playing time, and the kids aren't stupid. They know who the best 11 are, and you'll see no controversy for the rest of the season. I loved that tournament for that reason, okay? Um, it kind of put everything in order. Once you got back on that bus, you had that, and then you had something that you really can't duplicate in playing gimme games. And, and, and that is this whole idea that uh, we are a team, that nobody's more important than anybody. Yes, we do have starters, but in order to win the whole thing, we're going to need all of us in it, okay? And uh, anyhow, I miss that. I miss that so much, and nobody wants that anymore. And it's a big loss. I would like to propose this, and a lot of coaches agree with me, and this is not even my idea. If you're going to have a tournament game, it should the power ranking should be prorated to the amount of length of the game, okay? Uh, I would even argue I would like to see a, a tournament game not counting power rankings whatsoever. Now, if you haven't noticed, tournaments are like out of control now. We have so many and because we kind of need them. Uh, and people are people now don't really want to travel, so there's every region's got multiple tournaments people can go to. I know the people who host the tournaments, I know you're not going to like my solution because if you would go to those two things, either a prorated format 
uh, or you go to no power rankings whatsoever, our need for all of these tournaments are going to disappear. And almost every team that hosts a tournament, that's how they're funding their program. So I get all of that. I get all of that. And I used to run a, a pretty significant JV tournament, um, and it was it was a fundraising mechanism, you know. Um, but I would like you all to consider it, especially the executive board members who are listening to the show today. Consider it. It's not that radical of an idea. I don't think it is. You know, it'd be, it would make the power rankings a lot more complicated. Uh, we'd have to figure out a formula. And all you uh, power ranking people, can, I'm sure you can come up with one to make it fair and equitable. But uh, I do think, uh, I really do think that uh, having just, stacked games against teams that you know are going to win 10 games is not the answer okay um i was told at the state championships that i needed to schedule more creatively what that were basically telling me is i needed to go to the north and not play the the tough teams but play the teams that are going to win eight or nine games that know that you know that not gonna you know pan out as the season goes on like you know that you're going to be far better than because of the talent that you have and it's hard to find that uh those kind of games but it's not hard to find them in tournaments you know and so i should be uh going to central and north louisiana which to me is an insult to all you guys up there really and it's been helping y'all though because people on the south have been going to the north that's a huge problem we've always had with people going there i really loved going to a north louisiana tournament once it was a great bonding experience but most of us just can't afford to do it and so uh, our, our our time if you will um and the expense uh just was not really in favor of doing that now with power rankings it makes it well worth your while to travel and to play all these tournaments and games and you definitely want to play a tournament because all that travel you want to get your bang for your buck especially if you get four games in at 25 minute halves you know your teams can handle that and and uh and then you get a, a boatload of powerpoints and this seems to be the goal to get the powerpoints and I used to think as a coach, your goal was to develop your team. And the only way you could develop your team is to test them. And the only way to test them is to play somebody who can beat you or somebody you know you're going to have to have your A game on in order to beat. Uh, um, and that that's just disappeared. And, and I've been called a dinosaur for thinking that way. And I really don't think I'm wrong here because a lot of teams um, belly up in the playoffs. They really do because they're worried about power rankings instead of development. Um, and, and another thing I think we got to think about that's not my idea uh, is is this whole idea of if we're gonna if we're gonna count district games, a lot of these district games hurt our power rankings, and something's got to be done about that too. All right, um, it, I don't know what else to say there. Do we count district or not? I tell you, if we have a public-private split, which we're going to be doing a show on that very soon. Um, it looks like the, it's gaining a lot of momentum, and I really do not want to see a split. But if we would have a split, I don't think there would be a need for district. Like, uh, I'm also a football coach, as you know, and winning a district championship in football uh, is damaging to your power ranking, and nobody cares, okay? The games that mean something 
are the games that you play outside of district in the games that you play outside of the semi, the, like when you get to the semifinals. And it, it's, it's sad, you know, uh, to, to put kids on the field and them knowing that this game is, is, is going to hurt you win or lose, you know? So that's my two cents. I have to go to a practice now, but, um, uh, I'd like to hear what your two cents are. I appreciate all your comments on LA prep soccer. Uh, if I offended any of you out there, I didn't mean to offend any of you out there. Okay, we all have opinions, uh, and you have a chance to voice them here. All the opinions I voiced today were um, done in conjunction with uh, conversations I had with other coaches. So uh, it's not just my ideas I'm just spewing out, which gives me hope that maybe there's a chance for these ideas to, uh, to get implemented. Because right now, the way we're doing things in high school, it's not producing the best product. And if you really want a split system, just look at all the split uh, sports, just any of them, and look at what it's done to the competitiveness of those championships and the validity of those championships, okay? Well, we're going to probably have our next show on that. And also what we're going to do is on our next shows, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to readdress MLS next okay uh we heard from the people who are running it we want to reach out now to the people who are not and uh and to see how it's affecting them so we got some interesting shows to come up in this month of august and we appreciate your feedback and we wish you god's blessings and carpe diem in christ on monday night football we'll see you next week hopefully god willing take care bye-bye